What's up, Hustlers? It's your boy, Kenny. This is the Music Hustlers Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. If you come back and hang out with me every week and you're coming back again, I truly appreciate it. So thank you. It means the world to me. If you've never been here before and this is your first time ever hearing my voice, let me clue you in on what this podcast is all about. Basically, like I said, my name is Kenny. I've been a musician for 22 years and a part of the music industry for 12 of those years. In that time frame, I feel like I've learned a thing or two, so I created this podcast to pass on my knowledge and hopefully help someone along the way. With that being said, I'm really excited for today's episode because I actually got the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with the homie Kendall Jones, and it was an absolute blast. I learned a lot talking to him, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited to share this with you. So without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and... Uh, play the recording for you guys can you hear me yeah oh okay cool cool <laughs> sick how's it going man how it's are going you? good how are you i'm doing good i'm, I'm real good man thank, thanks for uh doing this i really appreciate it yeah man always uh, yeah yeah i'm i'm excited about this conversation that we're about to have here fuck yeah um so let's let's just kind of dive right into it. How, how's that sound? Um, yeah. So so the name of my podcast is actually it's called Music Hustlers. Love which it. I I think, I think it's super cool because um, when when you agreed to interview with me, um, because if I'm being honest, like you're kind of the embodiment of my theme. Uh-huh. <laughs> which, which is really cool. Like you're. I mean, you're you're what you're a graphic designer you shoot music videos and you're in a sign band that's i mean to me that's kind of incredible oh well, um, thank you man my my question for you is how do you find the time to kind of manage and balance all of that oh uh, man uh well i mean like right now uh i don't have time <laughs> you know, gearing up for this release and stuff you know me being a designer and uh you know a creator of visual media i guess uh, I do all of that stuff for the band as well. Uh, our guitar player, Eric, he's actually an audio engineer as well. So he like mixes and does all of that stuff with our music. So it, it's pretty cool. It's a blessing and a curse. Uh, but Dead Crown, we're, we're like, we're able to operate fully in house and do everything ourselves, which is sick. But like times right now I'm, I'm balancing, you know, I got to make money. So I have to work for my clients, but then I have to put shit into, you know, my band and get all that media done and of course it's my band so i'm breaking my fucking balls over it bending over backwards questioning yeah. it every step of the way um but yeah to answer that question uh it's um yeah i don't have a lot of time right now um but <laughs> but business always comes in waves um it, it sucks because it always comes at like the worst times so, like i'll get slammed when yeah you know when i have like really big shit coming up but then when it's like when I have nothing going on, I'll just be slow and I'll be like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, but also it's just, you know, um, I don't know. I've always had a weird mind. I hate feeling like I owe people things. Mm. Um, I've always been very, I guess, uh, no bullshit. And I make sure that I don't create bad habits or I guess that's a big thing, you know, balancing all this is just don't create bad habits for yourself. Just be on your shit meet deadlines don't make people wait too long for their shit especially if they're paying you and uh, that's what's kept me in business for um, i've been doing this full time for almost five years now and then also on the band side of things you know just yeah just just have your shit together don't be a bitch (laughs) and you know just work hard and 
Yeah. And if you're doing something you love, you know, it doesn't really feel like work all the time. So I'm just, I'm grateful that I kind of have this built for myself and I don't yeah. take advantage of it because I know it could all go away any fucking day now. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel that, man. I, um, I'm, I'm a freelance photographer, so I, I deal with like, clients and stuff myself. So Hell I yeah. completely understand like, you know, how business can come in waves and whatnot. It's, yeah, it's definitely something that you have to deal with for sure. Uh, cool, man. Um, so every time I, I talk to, to a hustler like yourself, I find, I find that there's always something that kind of pushed them or, or defining in their past um, to like become the icon that they are today. What is it that, that like motivates you to keep that hustle going? Um, I think the thing that motivates me, I mean, like, uh, I'll break this down, I guess, into two parts. Like what keeps me going now is, you know, like I have this freedom and, you know, like financially, but also like schedule wise and stuff where, you know, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I work for myself yeah. and it's a freedom that, you know, cause I used to work like normal day jobs. But once you have it, it's like, I, I think sometimes I'm like, man, if I had to go back to like a regular nine to five or something, I would, I would be fucking miserable. Yeah. I feel that. You, you know, like I have all these privileges and freedoms now. I wouldn't call them privileges cause I like, I worked my ass off for it, but that's kind of like the motivation for me is like, man, you know, I remember working just brainless nine to fives going through the like muscle memory of the job. And, um, yeah, my motivation is like, I don't want to go back to that. And yeah. even as like, you know, like shit's not always fucking the grass ain't always greener over here. You know, I have my, my good times and my bad times with what I do, but, um, you know, it's, I always get reminded every, every couple months or something that, you know, this could all go away. And if it did, I would probably be very unhappy. So yeah. that's what keeps me going now. But uh, when I first started and stuff, I don't know. I've always had this mindset, even as a little kid. I don't know where the fuck it came from. I don't really have many people in my family like me. But um, as a kid and growing up, I always just had this thing where I was like, oh, I really like this. I'm really passionate about this. Well, this can like be my job. I always had that in my brain i was just wired that way i was like oh i really like this thing you know where most people would just be like oh this could be a hobby or this is fun i'm like well i can make my living off this so yeah. let's fucking go and so at a young age um i remember i took like a really i grew up in a really small town like uh there was like 30 kids in my graduating class like 450 people in the whole town so when there was a graphics class offered in high school um you can imagine that it wasn't you know, a very good graphics class. <laughs> yeah. So I asked my teacher one, uh, one day, I was like, yo, how do you, how do you like make these logos? How do you like make this shit? And he was just like, I don't know. And that's basically as far I got. So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess I got to go find out. So my 14 year old ass fucking went and cracked Photoshop and started dinking around on that. And then, you know, just got good, all self-taught and just kind of made it my fucking thing. And, it always went hand in hand with music and like the bands I was in and stuff like that. So it was just no question. Like, I like this, I'm pursuing this. And it started out as something that didn't really make me money or I didn't think was going to make me money, but it ended up being my full-time job. I tried to go full-time twice and failed. I had to go back to getting a normal job. Um, but that was probably the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. Um, yeah. It taught me a lot, you know, you, you got to fail to succeed in a yeah. lot of aspects. So um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how it all first started. I just, I, I always just, you know, had this weird fucking 
thing in my brain that was just like, oh, you really like this. Well, you can like do something with this. Yeah. And I just always just went for it. That's just how I've always been. I admire that a lot, man. You got to. Yeah, I, I like that. You got to, you know, keep your keep your head up and just keep going and keep pushing. Dude, and yeah, for real. Things happen. I, I like that. That's oh that's yeah. Cool. So, all right. So in terms of business, um, we all we all know Franz. You know, he's one of the most influential hustlers in the heavy scene. Yeah. My question for you was, what, what has it been like working with him? And, like, have you learned a lot or? Yeah, so um... – I mean, I don't know if this is giving away too much. On the record label side of things, uh, Franz doesn't do, like, a whole lot of, yeah. like, the hands-on stuff. Don't get me wrong. He's done great things for us, and he, he helps us out a lot. But um, as far as, like, the actual record label side of things and doing that, um, there's a guy named Mike Milford who actually mm -hmm. kind of oversees and runs the whole label. Yeah. And the funny thing with Mike, um, he's the one who like a and artists and stuff. Franz had heard of us and he's, he was like giving us shout outs and shit. And, um, mm -hmm. uh, but at the time when it came for us to sign and stuff, it was Mike that we actually met up with and, uh, <clears throat> did all the shit with. And, and it was really cool signing and like doing a deal with Mike because, um, he, he, he used to work for rise records, uh, back when artery recordings had like Attila and Chelsea grin and, oh, yeah, yeah. uh, I think God, what were the other bands? I don't know, but back when like Artery Recordings was like the king of metalcore, uh, yeah. that was when that Mike was overseeing and running the label at that time. So you know, here's this guy. It was it was just really cool, like a guy that like put out a lot of my favorite records as a as a kid and someone that I had been wanting to work with in the industry for so long. You know, mm -hmm. he's like, hey, I want to sign your band, and that was pretty fucking cool for me. But then yeah, we we've met Franz, we've hung out with them a couple times. Uh, cool guys. Um, but yeah, stay sick overall. They're just, they're a great team, great group of people to work with. As far as like business with Franz, um, I haven't really talked to him too much about yeah. business. Cause every time we've hung out, it's, we're, we're usually pretty fucked up and partying. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, the dude is super smart and being able to like sit down with Franz a couple times that we have and, you know, talk to him about our band and, you know, just get his feedback and advice on things. It's, it's been awesome. You know, I grew up listening to Attila. I've, I've yeah. seen that dude's career unfold, you know, growing up and uh, yeah. to be able to sit down with your peers and stuff and people that have influenced you. It's awesome. And he's always, you know, he, he gives us the advice of, you know, like, don't, don't think so small you know, think bigger. And, um, it's really cool having a guy like that just kind of be there to, you know, almost mentor us, you know, we don't talk that much, but yeah. yeah. He's in your corner though. And that's he's, yeah, that. he's definitely in our corner and, uh, we thank him a lot for that. And, and all the awesome. dudes in Attila, all those guys are sweethearts and, um, they've yeah. been nothing but fucking awesome to us. So thank you guys. That's great, man. That's, that's really cool. Um, okay. So let's segue a little bit. Let's talk about your band. Yeah. So recently you guys dropped that banger down, which by the way is an awesome song. I love it. Thank you, man. Uh, what was kind of the, the inspiration for that song and what does it mean to you? Oh man. Um, I've been dealing with like, uh, like depression, anxiety ever since I was, uh, like 15, I think is when I got diagnosed and shit. Um, so, you know, and like with, with the band kind of, gaining more steam and gaining more popularity. Uh, it's, it's really cool. I'm very grateful for it. Um, but you know, as 
you know, someone with my brain and shit. It, it never feels like enough. And, yeah. and I'm always wanting more. And, um, you know, the, the bigger you kind of get, the more it can kind of fuck with your head a lot. So the last year or two has been pretty fucking rough on my mental health. And um, I just, you know, I was literally just down, <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, I, I just said, fuck, it, I'm going to write the song. And that was the inspiration. It's just it's this shit that I deal with, you know, on a fucking monthly, weekly, only almost like daily basis. And yeah. I know I'm not the only one, so I just I just put it out there. And that's how I like to write. I'm pretty transparent for anyone that listens to us or listens to the lyrics. I'm pretty fucking black and white, and it's pretty easy to hear and dissect what I'm talking about. But, yeah, that's where that song came from. Awesome. And that, that singles off your, your guys' newest album, uh, Crucify Me, right? Yeah, Crucify Me drops on December 6th via staysickrecords.com. Uh, you could uh, well via Stay Sick Records, but you can pre-order that shit at Stay Stay Sick Recordings dot com. Tight, tight, tight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as far as the the like conception of that album, uh, what was kind of like some of your guys' biggest musical influences? Oh man, um, uh, I mean, I think for this album, it was, it, it was we didn't look so much to other bands or other music to kind of influence us. We, we did that a lot with our first EP come hell, you know, obviously we get told we sound like Amir and Chelsea Grin, the Casey strain, like all the time. And obviously we fucking love those bands and their huge influences on us. But I think with crucify me, you know, and this is going to sound like, you know, cliche dickheaded, maybe a little bit, but we just sat down and we said, okay, like we wrote come hell. That was cool and all, but like, what are the sick things about that record? And then how can we just fucking tunnel vision, make that shit. But then also a big album we wanted to do big goal. We wanted with this album is uh, we wanted to make like this heavy kind of metal more accessible and more yeah. listenable to just general viewers. Cause when we were on tour and stuff, we would get told all the time, like some dude would come up with his girlfriend and be like, Hey, uh, my girlfriend fucking hates metal. And I brought her to the show, but she fucking loves you guys. And to us, that was like the sickest compliment we ever get. And it started happening pretty frequently where we had all these people that are like, yeah, we don't fuck with metal. We don't fuck with this shit, but you guys are sick. So with Crucify Me, we we wanted to, you know, really hone in on, on the things we were good at and make a more mature album. But we also had a really big goal of, you know, let's take this shit and let's make it cool for everybody. Let's make an album or a record that, you know, even people who don't listen to metal can put it on and possibly, you know, dig it and be like, yeah, this is cool. And uh, I think we did that. So I'm excited for it to come out and people hear all the songs because we have a kind of a, an array of different styles on the album. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely stoked to hear it. I mean, I heard down and I was like, all right, I got to get this album. Yeah. So <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, no, you guys, definitely um like i i've been following you since uh since that first album came out and i remember i mean like yeah it was it was definitely good but i feel like i feel like from hearing doubt like it's definitely gonna be a step up for sure oh yeah and it's like you know come hell like yeah it was cool but it was definitely a band's first ep and yeah with crucify me it was like we got all the wiggles out we figured out what we were doing and um this that's you know writing just came together a lot easier and making this record was a lot funner that's that's awesome that's good to hear man yeah um okay so i know we were talking a little bit earlier about the fact that you uh you shoot music videos yeah 
So I can I can kind of relate to that. My uh, my homie shoots these videos too, and I've I've accompanied to him a, to a couple of shoots, um, both as like a, a fill in, uh, extra, and a behind the scenes photographer. Yeah. And uh, my I guess what I'm trying to ask is, what is the process of shooting your own band like for you? Um, the process is. Uh... I mean, it's it's nothing crazy because I always get asked this. They're like, well, what do you do if you can't film? It's like, well, obviously, there's someone else there to help me out. So yeah. I usually get a, a friend or someone I know who does video work as well. And yeah. um, I still direct and, like, oversee everything. But uh, just when, when it's time for me to do my – when I hand the camera over and I tell them what to do and be like, shoot it like this, this is what I'm going for. And, um, yeah, I just have someone fill in for me. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done that a couple of times with, with my friends, so, so I completely get it. Um, cool. Well, Kendall, it's been a blast talking to you, man. Um, I just kind of want to end the show with this. If you could give a piece of advice to a new hustler, what would it be? Um, you're in the fucking Wild West right now. Um, okay. Give me one second. Yeah. Sorry, light up a cig. Uh Right now, the, the industry and everything around it is changing rapidly, yeah. and um, it's it's almost set up now to be more discouraging than ever, I feel. Um, yeah. You know, with social media and all that stuff, the, the you know, it's a great tool, but the way it's being, you know, all the algorithms and all that shit, it's uh, super easy to, you know, already have roadblocks in front of you and, and get discouraged about stuff, so... I would say the biggest advice I can give is, you know, you're going to be discouraged. You're going to be told to eat shit and you just got to eat the shit, learn to love it and keep going. And the other thing besides that is, uh, you know, before in other bands and stuff, I always tried to be what the industry wanted. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I felt like I was just playing this game and, uh, you know, oh, I got to look like this. I got to sound like this. We got to do this because you know that's what the industry will like and then maybe we'll get a record deal and all that shit and that was probably the worst shit i've ever done with dead crown we just purely are fucking ourselves honestly and you know i don't know how people will take that or believe that but yeah that's just us and from day one we always tried to just be true and be be ourselves and i know this is cliche but just do you and the rest will fucking come in place do you work hard and uh, just just keep your head up, and you know you're gonna be discouraged. You're you're gonna fucking get your face shoved and shit. But yeah. like I said, you just gotta learn to love it and and keep going. Cool, man. Anything you want to plug? Oh <sighs> uh, yeah, we're Dead Crowd. Go check us out. Uh, we got two new singles out. Down in 24. There's music videos out for those. Um, our EP Crucify Me drops on December 6th via Stasic Records. You can go pre-order that shit at stasicrecordings.com. Every pre-order helps us out a ton. And on December 6th, we also take off for tour. So go follow us on social media. Everything is at Dead Crown Band. And uh, check out our tour dates and come see us play. Cool, Kendall. Well, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, I dude. appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can do this again sometime. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Definitely. All right, brother. You have a good one. All right, you too, man. All right, hustlers. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. It means the world to me. Um, don't forget to follow me on Spotify so that you can stay up to date with all of the newest and latest episodes that I post. I post two times a week, every Monday and Wednesday. 
Um, and yeah, follow me on Instagram at the Kenny Ferris. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You have a good night.